0: It's time for Running Building, the game, the, building the, game, the game with Jason and for Tabletop Building the
1: Game with Jason and It's at the end of the episode. That's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, June 6th, and you're releasing at episode 523. As always, I am your host, Jason, here today, joined by one of our awesome co hosts, Fernando Cunha. Hey, Fernando. Hello there. It's good to have you back. And then uh, we also uh, had you bring a a friend, another Brazilian uh, designer, uh, and that is Robert Coelho. Robert, how's it going? Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. Great. It's great to have you. And you Um, are a designer who's uh, designed uh, quite a few things. Uh, You've got Comic Hunters out there, Marvel Comic Hunters. Uh, Bravo just released and also Shakespeare, Dreams of the Bard. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you've got
0: you've been busy doing stuff, <laughs> down in Brazil. Uh, not not just this, a lot of a lot, a lot of other stuff also. <laughs> but it's a pleasure to be here talking to you. Yeah, it's it is great to have you two both here, uh,
1: Fernando. I, first, first I wanted to highlight um, you were talking about this in our uh, BTG Discord uh, that Gatoria uh, is now out. Um, yeah. in Brazil.
2: It's finally and, out.
1: <laughs> uh, it the. Um, I normally plug Twitters at the end of the show, but um uh check out uh Ovedesunia, uh which is uh uh it's at O F E D A S U N H A on Twitter. That is Fernando's brand new uh Twitter account. Uh he posted some pictures of Gattaria, and boy does it look pretty. Uh I'm I'm super jealous of how amazing that looks and uh, <laughs> that there's no copies in English currently. So
2: yeah, yeah, you could only get a copy in Portuguese right now.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. Fair enough, fair enough. For now, no. for, no. no.
2: for now, for yeah, now. Yes. Let's see, let's see.
1: <laughs> so, uh, but it uh, it looks it looks absolutely great, and I can't wait to check it out.
2: Thank you. So, yes,
1: yeah, so I'll make you teach it to me without me having to have a translation, and then I'll know how to play it, and it'll be great. So,
0: <laughs> the art is great.
1: Yeah, the art is is really, really, really pretty. Um, so check that out. And then, um, yeah, so, so back to Robert, forget you, Fernando. Um we've got somebody else from Brazil here. they get they get the special treatment. You're just, you know, you're always yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> It is, um, yeah, so let's, um, we thought today we could we could talk a bit about the stuff you've been doing down there um in Brazil uh, and the games you've been working on and all the projects and stuff,, uh, Robert, and also kind of, you know, discussing, the game scene in Brazil and what that's like, you know, we, uh, we talk, uh, we talk a lot about on the show about what's going on in America. Um, we've talked a little bit about Australia because we've got one of our co-hosts Kiri is from Australia. Um, but in general, you know, it's, it's a lot of American stuff and, uh, and sometimes we'll talk about a little bit of European stuff, but I am I'm super excited to hear about, uh, you know, another, another part of the world where um, games are being made that, Look as good as Gataria. and also I, you know, looked up your stuff too, and uh, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to hear more about those games as well.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Brazilian board game market is growing, has been growing in the last years, and uh, it keeps growing. Uh, you know, there, there's a there's a delay. <laughs> uh, the, the the board games, the the we used to to call them modern board games yeah they they arrived here kind of late the catan was published here in 2011 2000 oh wow so. okay yeah. 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 yeah yeah yeah. we didn't we didn't yeah the catan is the is the iconic game of the the the, mm-hmm. the start mm-hmm. of a new era and all that <laughs> uh so we just got that uh in like 12 years ago 10 years ago and that's kind of when the the, the the market started growing much better. Before that, we just have mm-hmm. just had uh, mass market board games. Right. And did you market- get a lot of? I mean,
1: did you have a lot of like mass market, the same type of stuff we had here? Yeah, just yeah. Translated.
0: Yeah. Uh, our our biggest uh, hit, I, I would say, that is War. Uh, uh on the mass market which is mm-hmm. a, a a variation of risk it's very popular oh, okay, okay 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 uh, i was like here
1: war is a card game that you can yeah. play with a standard deck of cards and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> i was trying to figure out how those your and, best and, seller and, and
0: just, <laughs> you know this kind of 40 50 years i think or uh, i think it was on the wow 60s. yeah yeah and and, uh and it started uh a company that uh it's work it's working until it's it's active it's still active it's which is called grow grow jogos uh they actually actually they first published katan here 10 years ago. okay okay um and we had before that uh all that um uh, monopoly and clue Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. brazilian versions of these games Right, and, right, and other one here and another, but most of them uh, for mass market. When when uh, we also had RPG, magic, and uh, uh, but they 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 are, they were not uh, nationally distributed like mass distributed. Uh, it was was not a, a it was uh, how do we say Fernando niche uh something that has a, par- a particular yeah. particular yep. public and yeah. uh when when after katan was published we had uh galapagos jogos started mm-hmm. working also they they first brought if i'm not wrong uh summoner wars and then yeah. and then uh, all this by by uh crowdfunding a uh, brazilian crowdfunding guy uh, mm-hmm. that fernando mentioned before uh in another podcast of yours.
1: Oh, it did the same confronting platform that you use yeah.
0: they they published uh summoner war first if i'm not wrong and then they also published zombicide uh okay okay because they had a <laughs> just partnership went for it wow yeah yeah because they had a partnership there there's a, a very good story <laughs> about that that yeah. i'm I, I cannot i i, I uh, the best person to t- to to tell this story is Sergio Halaban, the author of Sheriff on Nottingham because oh, okay yeah he, he's the guy who introduced the, the the guy from Simon to Galapagos and yeah. it, it's a great story but that's anyway funny. the 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 Simon had this the they had a partnership with Galapagos so that's how they got this zombie side um brazilian crowdfunding campaign which really kickstarted Galapagos. They, they 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 grow a um, lot, and then they that's, they. that's the
2: birth of our, our market here. Is, yeah, is yeah more, the,
0: the modern bro- market, yeah. mm-hmm. and and they after that they got they got other hits like Dixit and Seven Wonders and uh, Fantasy Flight. They they brought a lot of games from Fantasy Flight. And, oh yeah, and uh, by that time. Other small publishers uh, appeared. Uh, s- some of them still working. Mm-hmm. They grown. Some of them extinguished <laughs> because that's <laughs> that's the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and on on this uh, in ten years we we a lot of things happened. Uh, five years ago, seven years ago, uh, most uh, uh, games that were published through. Crowdfunding campaigns—they were—they were not a huge success because we were on baby steps of game developing and game designing and game producing also because we don't uh, like most uh, most publishers in our world uh, around the world. We we most things comes from China mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and uh, we produce excellent cards here. Copag. Which is a, a, a Brazilian uh, factory for cards. They they are Cartamundi uh, a Cartamundi f- uh, factory, so mm-hmm. they produce excellent cards. But we don't have a great production for plastic and wood. So right. through, through these years, some publishers uh, and some uh, some companies uh, dedicated to to develop know-how in on producing uh boards and uh tiles and other paper stuff and we have some uh some wooden pieces being produced i'm not uh i'm not sure got gataria wooden pieces are from brazil or from china fernando
2: it's from brazil it was all produced by uh ludens
0: yes ludens is a is a great uh uh, uh example of uh they are a, a factory they produce the entire game some mm-hmm. uh, uh some parts they they don't produce themselves but they yeah. they, they they get right, from other, right. con- other companies but you can produce a game here uh sometimes depending on the game you get a good price and depending on the on the on the on the produ- right right it's better to to do uh, elsewhere uh uh, and that's
1: that's a lot like here, right? I mean, like we can yeah. we have companies here that produce cards. Um, we we have you know we have things like even the Game Crafter where you can yeah. do all yeah. of your own yeah, publishing yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, and, and the quality is totally there on on a lot of those places. It's cost, right? I mean, yeah. it is just way more expensive to produce things in our at least in the U.S. I, I'm assuming it's probably somewhat the same in Brazil that they can still do it a lot cheaper in China. Um Yeah, of course, depending on your situation for production yeah, and yeah. shipping and stuff. Uh,
0: uh, there, there's another another uh, company that's called Ludograph. They produce mostly paper stuff, but mm-hmm. they assemble and they and they if, if you have a game that needs wooden pieces or plastic pieces, they they arrange to 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 come from China or from other or okay, other. okay producers so uh you can you can print your game here in brazil depending on the game as i said you can get a good cost be depending on the game and on the on the number of copies you were you are producing it's better to to do that on china um mm-hmm. some games uh, if you if you check most uh of the crowdfunding campaigns you have 200 uh, most of the time you have 200 300 backers okay okay that's your kind of average for when the game is a huge success is it's more than that when Mm -hmm. it was not well worked before or if it's an unknown designer or i don't know you can get less than that but um most of the times these are the numbers 200 300 so mm-hmm. b- by that way uh, you can imagine if you you it's not it's not worth to produce less than 1000 copies most of them, right so, right, so, right. So, yep y- and sometimes depending on the game if you achieve all all the the, the uh, 300 uh, 300 uh, buyers on on the financial on the crowdfunding you you probably have a, a long time to to sell all the other seven hundred copies. <laughs>
1: exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and we we see a lot of that with smaller publishers here, where you know, yeah. I, I mean, we we of course have kickstarters that go gangbusters, and you get tons tons of mm-hmm. backers. But, um, you know, if a Kickstarter has a thousand backers, that's a really good Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, when when that happens, they're producing then probably two to three thousand copies of a game, depending on the company. Um, and then you know, trying to to do the rest post Kickstarter at retail or conventions or whatever online sales. Um, so yeah, so it sounds like about the same.
0: Yeah, know. the, the it, numbers the numbers uh, may different may differ, but 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 uh, um, on the long run, you, you see that that that's as I said, we're growing. Five right. seven years ago, we had other other uh, dynamics. Now now we uh we have companies that are on their uh, they've been publishing games licensing games from mm-hmm. uh from uh outside and publishing the t- translating them and publishing them in brazil and some of them started uh in investing on brazilian authors and on because mm-hmm. on, it's very different to license a game that's uh have been developed is already illustrated it's 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 done you just have to translate the the rules and the cards and put on the package and send and send to stores uh, it's different to develop a game and find the right illustrator the the right art and this graphic design and how to promote that game that's a that's a very different uh music yeah, yeah. yeah so so uh, brazilian publishers they they've been uh developing the, the this know-how and some uh, uh, some of them ha- are having a, a very good results we had uh, cartographers was, is a Brazilian game most people don't know that but it was developed with Thunderworks I didn't know that until I saw that in
1: Fernando's write-up
0: about you coming on the show so yeah I learned uh, that yeah th- th- it was developed with with Thunderworks. Thunderworks, mm-hmm. yeah, Thunderworks, uh, Thunderworks, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Thunderworks. yeah, yep,
0: yeah. You're correct. Um, but it was uh, Jordi is Brazilian. the The author, of the game design is Brazilian, and mm-hmm. uh, the the art is from both. Illustrations and graphic design are Brazilian also, and uh, uh, Grok Games, which is the company I work for today. It was mm-hmm. the company who who find who found this game and who brought you to the network mm-hmm. and, and then all, all happened. Um, mm-hmm. It's a uh, we, but we have other companies like uh, Buro Games. Uh, they had uh, Tsukiji, which they which they they did a Kickstarter and what was uh, founded funded, and it, it's a great game. Uh, uh, Mipo BR... Mipo BR I don't know how to say <laughs> it but I, yep. they 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 had a, a great success also with uh paper dungeons and Brazil uh so we're we're starting to exporting our games mm-hmm. and, and and that's that means a lot to 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 the, the market because when these games uh they they sell well and we 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 license them to many languages. The the company here in Brazil, the publisher here in Brazil, gets stronger because there's yeah. more more cash in the right. flowing, right. and you can invest that and and work on better games. And it's it's uh so I I, I can I have the, the the feeling that we have a good future. On on our on on our yeah on our on our road because uh, I guess that's unless we have an economic breakout <laughs> right. which is not impossible to happen uh, by the way but uh, unless something very apocalyptic happens uh, right. I, I guess we we don't go backwards on this okay you know right yeah. right.
1: one of the things I was thinking about was, so you mentioned Catan coming out in like 2011 or something like that there. Yeah. Um, And then thinking about the fact that you're a Kickstarter um, probably started not too many years after that. Um, So like thinking about, I looked back, Settlers of Catan came out in the U S in 1996 and Kickstarter was founded in 2009. Um, And then thinking about like, you're talking about like, exporting games right out of brazil and i mean i think you coming to the game a little later with that is not a bad thing i mean when you know when i first started in the industry right i mean there were two types of games right there were euros and there was ameritrash which is what the europeans called the american games right um and I mean, so it wasn't like it was like an open arms accepting of like, oh, wow, look at these games coming from somewhere that's not here the, you know, the what you called the modern or we would call the hobby game market. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Really, you know, developed over that time. And so I think coming in where you're coming in now, there's that people want games from other places. Right. People are searching out games from other countries and from other voices. So I I, I mean, I think it's a, I, I think. The, it's a great time for you to be on the trajectory you're on.
0: Yeah, uh, with oh, games coming sure, from Brazil for sure. For sure. Uh, today you can go to a store like Play Easy in São Paulo, and we, uh, and you you enter the store and you see hundreds of games mm-hmm. uh, uh, available, all of them in Portuguese. So, yeah. Uh, 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 7 years ago 7 years ago if you if you went through the store I, I don't know 30 you you would have 30 no more than 50 games
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so uh and a lot of that happened, uh i guess uh, it's my my hunch that there are two factors that uh, I, I i see that they work along uh one of them is Galapagos, being the the company I I mentioned before, uh, they they were acquired by Asmodee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So right, right, yeah, yeah. So that, Asmodee that is like the Disney of the board game world, yeah. just a <laughs> <world. laughs> exactly. and of everyone. And 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 with that, much more uh, Galapagos brought much more uh, a lot of a lot of games. Uh-huh. They, they already were, they already had a lot of games in, the, in their catalog, catalog but right, after right. that it got much bigger, and um, which is uh, some people said that oh it's not so good to have so many games on the market because people were not buying, but in, on the other hand we we are we we are seeing the the the. The public, the the, the gamers, the number of people playing these games are are getting higher. uh, Yeah, Yeah, I bet. And and one thing that that helped a lot to that was uh, the pandemic because Mm -hmm. people were isolated and mainly on the first year and a lot of people uh, were at... Their houses, looking for something to do with the parents yep. and, the, and, the, and the children and brothers and, and lovers and whatever is at home. Uh-huh. So, we'll, um, a lot of people discovered the hobby games during during this time, and, right? Right. And, and it was a great opportunity also for Brazilian authors because, uh, you know, the the after we still we are still living that, but. Uh, shipping a game from china is it went uh skyrocket prices yep. rockets yep. us too yeah yeah for everybody yeah. so on yep. the first year uh a lot of games were delayed and because mm-hmm. of that not just because they 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 it was everything stopped but because which was much uh uh expensive much more expensive mm-hmm. so um some publishers decided to invest on Brazilian games so let's publish a Brazilian game because it's much cheaper to do that now and we don't yeah. have much more choices yeah. uh, uh, right. and uh, you see, crowdfunding campaigns on that on that first year they were they were amazing we had uh, correct me if I'm wrong please Fernando but we had cosmos yeah uh which is a dijon uh jogos Jogos. uh we had uh dogs card game which was Mm -hmm. a huge success also Mm -hmm. mainly uh uh, the the dogs helped a lot also but uh and we had a lot of two of them i'm not i'm not remembering the names the the games right now but uh people we're discovering a lot of games, and you see, oh, there's this Brazilian game on on crowdfunding. let's 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 buy it, let's help them. and, and mm-hmm. those games they, they they got numbers that we didn't get on on crowdfunding campaigns uh, for the last years. Uh, right right uh, that, that was very yeah interesting. people now, during
2: during pandemics were buying more more things yeah, in because, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, think about
1: it you're like stuck at home right you're not spending money going on vacations yeah. eating out okay, at the, the so movies, buy a board uh, game uh, yeah yeah and i know we saw like we saw a huge increase in demand for two-player games for the same reason of people just are home you know family weight games Less of an increase for party games (laughs) because you're not getting together with game groups. Um, and also solo games were a really big thing that we saw here. Was I mean, pretty much every game that you see now on Kickstarter, I'm exaggerating, it's not every, but I mean, a lot of games on Kickstarter, it's almost like a requirement now to have a solo mode,
0: right? 99% of them, right? Have a solo mode, yeah. I'm sure some of them are not good, but they can say they have a solo. I, 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 I developed uh, a solo mode for Comic Hunters because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, every, every game now has a solo mode, so I got to I, gotta, mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta do a solo mode. And I, I'm, I'm not a guy who, who usually plays solo. So I, I checked some of the automas and solo modes on mm-hmm. the markets to create the, the solo mode for Comic Hunters. Uh, I, I, I was not sure if it was the, the best solo mode I could ever do. But right, right, right. But, but it was there. Mike DeLicio approved. He's a uh, specialist, <laughs> so uh, I'm uh, very happy about that. Uh, about the pandemic, uh, we 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 had a great opportunity to uh, to increase the design, uh, the game designers community during that mm-hmm. time. Uh, yep. I, I met Fernando during that time. Yeah, oh, awesome. Uh, because we, 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 me and other authors, uh, we create, we, we decided to early in the, in the pandemic, uh, there were, uh, many, uh, actions and, and lives and things happen, happening to, to entertain per- people who were at home. So mm-hmm. talking to other game designers, we thought, why don't we, we, we create, we create a, um, an online event to present our games uh me and these other designers we use to we 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 use a lot the the tabletop and tabletop simulator Mm -hmm. uh, to test our games uh because i I live in São paulo Uh, fernando lives in minas gerais which is another state and i have we have friends like andrea who lives in another city very far from in São Paulo, in the state of São Paulo, but very far from me, and uh, mm-hmm. Moisés and Bianca, who live in the south of the Brazil, and there, there was Iago, who live in Brasília, which is the capital. So yeah. uh, we 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 talking to each other, and why don't we create this this board game online event to to test our games and to to offer people some uh, some uh, fun activity on on mm-hmm. all this time. And that's how the the, the proto BR, proto BR <laughs> uh, came out. And w- after we did this first one, we started in. Uh, we opened for other designers to to participate, and mm-hmm. we we. It was a. It's been a, a great pleasure to to participate on that, because we after after the the we started monthly no, bi-weekly, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, by it, week, it was by crazy. Week, by weekly. Start. Then <laughs> we got month, uh, each month, and then we, uh, the, the, the the time uh, always is always changing. But uh, a lot of authors, uh, we had opportunity to 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 put a lot of authors together and talking about games and and, and connecting people who were very isolated before the, the pandemic like yeah, in right. the north of brazil there was a guy who, who was creating games and he was only playtesting with his with, with his friends and his family and during the pandemic he knew the, the the how to to put the game on on proto on tabletopia and came to proto br and knew a lot of a lot of other designers that was awesome that, mm, was, that is that cool edible uh yeah. and because that's how you you develop your game designing skills play testing mm-hmm. other games uh, listening to other designers uh play testing your games and and that's it this this when when people uh meet each other and and mm-hmm. exchange yeah. experiences
2: one thing interesting about uh proto BR is that uh we focused on uh, getting to, to the public, the crowd that would play the games, and not just the, the, the game designers. So uh, we created uh, an inter- interesting community of people interested interested in these new games, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and also the game designers needing <laughs> new testers to their games. So uh, it was... Uh, interesting time <laughs> and uh people uh, uh b- before that uh, uh people were more um, not really interested in brazilian games i think yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, but- a better we are we are uh, little by little um, it's <laughs> it's getting better.
0: Yeah, it's, they're getting better. Not just uh, on production, as I was yeah, saying, yeah. I was saying before. But we we had better cards. We have better board, um, better tiles, better boxes, uh, mm-hmm. better printing quality. Yeah, uh, but we also have a better art quality we have better graphic design quality we have better game design quality which is the yeah. important part. Right. Awesome part of the of the of the stuff because you can have a, a, a terrible uh, production uh, a horrible art but if you, the game is excellent it entertain everybody on the table but uh, we 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 we've been uh growing as a game designer community we have
2: yeah.
0: we had uh it's very important for to to to, to exchange experiences as i said yes uh, yes i think that's very important i think it's very important to know a lot of games and now we have many games uh in brazil so you can go to a, to a, mo- most stores they offer uh Games for you to play there, so you you know the game and you mm-hmm. decide if mm-hmm. you want to buy or not. That's very important, mainly in a in a market that is growing. And uh, uh, so, game designers can go to places like this or a game cafe. We have many game cafes. Uh, uh, we, we 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 call them uh, luderias, tabulerias uh, places places where you can go play a game and eat some food and drink something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so it with many m- games on the market, it's it's better. We we have uh, much more material to study, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, and also we we now have games that were published. So some authors yeah. they uh, uh, are on the second, on the third game. So they had experienced. They have uh, experienced the the, the the process to develop the game, uh, close the game of the publisher, uh, see the, the game uh, being uh, uh, arriving to the to, to to the stores and being played, and getting feedbacks on 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 what 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 was the final product. Uh, that's very important also. So yeah. uh, um, I guess. Uh, that's that's uh that's what i said before i i I cannot see this going backwards we are still we will still grow uh and and i guess that's for uh, uh anywhere in the world i guess that that's that should be the the
1: yeah no i i i completely agree with you and i think that we are seeing growth within you know many other countries in the world there's the um there is the um, the new con um, that's happening. It's I don't remember how many years it's happened for, but I know it's a newer thing. There's the con in Africa um, that you know is getting more African designers and voices yeah. out there. And, um, a. B. and I think that's is it AB con? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I knew it was A. I was couldn't remember if it was AB or, or not, um, and I didn't want to thunk <laughs> on the
2: keys looking would, it up. I would check it. <laughs>
1: um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's seeing more of that. I think that right now is a time when um, m- much of the game design community um, is interested in trying to lift voices of people from other, from other places around the world, you know, especially that so much of the hobby game market is centered in the United States. And, um, and yeah, and that's going to continue to diversify within the states, even just with different voices there. But I think that getting the different voices from around the world, I mean, it just, you know, I I know we've got Julio Nasario is one of our uh, co-hosts on the show. And he's got his game Borican um, or Borican that he's been working on. And uh, in that I've learned so much about like the true history of Puerto Rico and things like that, because that's what the game teaches you. And that's what the game is about. And um, I just think that's that's so cool to be able to tell those stories. Um, or even just the perspectives, you know, like it doesn't have to be like the history of your country, right? (laughs) Like that happened to be the story Julio wanted to tell. And I think that's awesome, but just, you know, um, I I think that that's how we get better games too, because you know, um, different, you, you have different influences on the games you've played. And, um, yeah, I think that that means you're going to bring different games. And I I think that's great because I want to play all the games,
0: right? (laughs) i want to play yeah. all the different kinds of games <laughs> yeah that, that's the most exciting part we we all want to play a different game <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and, and, right and i
2: think that's that's uh, the reason that uh, comic hunters arrived in the us <laughs> can you share that, that story with us robin
0: yeah uh well uh, from the beginning <laughs> How uh, that happened? <laughs> it all it all started when I was a child, <laughs> but it was kind of that because I, I, I read I'm I read uh, I'm reading comic books since I was a child. I, I I Marvel comic books and Brazilian comic books also and Disney comic books and we have uh, Monica's Gang in Brazil, which is a very popular <laughs> comic book for uh-huh. kids and adults. So years ago uh, I was uh, I was at home with my friends playing games and a, a, a friend of mine which is uh owner of a publisher uh Mario uh, he's the owner of he is one of the owners of bucanero jogos and he was at home and uh, he never uh, he knew I designed the game but he, he didn't uh, he he, he he didn't play the game. He never played mm-hmm. the game. Uh, and when he arrived at, at my house, it, the, the prototype was on the table with the, the prototype of the final version. And so, oh, this is your game? Oh, let's play it. Uh, 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 I didn't play it yet. Okay, let's play it. And we played the game. <laughs> uh, uh, it was it, it was about to be released. Uh, unfortunately, only got released two, three years after that. But anyway... What, uh, yeah. Shakespeare. Nice. Yeah, uh, and and after when we finished, he liked it a lot and he said, "Oh, this imagine this game but instead of uh, this uh, Shakespeare characters, imagine with Marvel heroes. That would be awesome." <laughs> and and I said, "Yeah, that would be awesome, but probably it's very expensive also." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we started talking about that and how could we how could how much would it be to get a Marvel license to, for a game in Brazil and all that? And another friend was on the table and he searched, he Google searched the the, the <laughs> Brazilian uh, Marvel uh, office for license. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, here's the telephone and the mail. You have to talk to this person here. <laughs> and and Mario got the number for, oh, okay, I'm going to talk to her. And I, I thought, he's joking. He's not going to to send any email. So two mm-hmm. years after the, two weeks after that he calls me Robert we had a meeting we have a meeting at Marvel next month <laughs> so you got to got to prepare a presentation of your game <laughs> because i want to get this license and all that okay okay let's let's go so instead of preparing a presentation of one game i prepared the presentation of five games because I said, well, well, if we're going to, <laughs> to present it yeah, right, to Marvel, let's I'm really go, go for it. Yeah, let's yeah. Go, really go for it. So I, I got a, the game that was a, a, a kind of a, a, a Shakespeare version with Marvel. And <laughs> uh, other four games, uh, a Marvel, a um, uh, Spider-Man, kids game, a, a game, a social deduction game with scrolls uh, And one of the games were uh, was comic hunters and mm-hmm. uh, that was a, 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 an idea of collecting a, a, a card game about collecting comics was a, a prototype that was on my drawer <laughs> because i started uh, uh developing and uh, i could not find uh some answers and it was there with the other abandoned design. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. so I, I thought, oh well, that that could be a, a good choice to to work here, uh, a good game to to work with. This, this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you have all the the comic book covers which would would be awesome. So I, right. I I put it on the presentation, and during the presentation, the game that uh, Priscilla was the the the, the Disney uh, uh, person we, we talked to. He, the, the game she 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 loved it. she loved it she she said no this is this this will be a great product it was comic hunters because of the comic <laughs> covers and all that and uh, well after this meeting they they it took kind of one year of negotiations and they got the 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 contract for the license to produce board games in Brazil just in Brazil with marvel heroes with marvel uh, comics license so mm-hmm. uh comic hunters was one of the three games that were released um on this mm-hmm. is this, during this this year of the contract they had um uh, it it was a huge success in brazil i was very happy about that um uh, it has uh, got uh, it got our 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 spiel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we have a, a, a an award that's called uh, Ludopedia Awards. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it, Ludopedia is Ludopedia is our BGG, a Brazilian BGG. Uh, Exactly that. It's a it's a platter, yeah, right right platform just like BGG, but in Portuguese, and it's a game they form. yeah yeah and every so year, it's really BBGG right yeah <laughs> BGG. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and uh, they had this this award that is the the, 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 the the main award we have here in Brazil for board games and it's won in uh, three cate- c- categories. Yeah, I was yeah. very, very happy about wow, that. Wow, that's
1: yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. And, 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 a,
0: and, a, and a game, a licensed game getting a, an award. It's Right. It's, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And um, winning a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> because it, in one of the cat- categories, it was a family game. Uh, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure which category it was. But anyway... Um, after all that, one day uh, there was this this guy uh, Tiago, who was mm-hmm. uh, he he was he was playing Comic Hunters and he posted f- pictures uh, uh, on a group on a Facebook group uh, of the, the Dice Tower Facebook group. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not sure if he went to Dice Tower Cruise or he was about to 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 go to Dice Tower Cruise, uh, and and he was not in, in that Facebook group and he posted some. Photos of of the table, of the cards, and all that, and then Mike Delicio <laughs> from from Dice Tower, he he asked him, "Which game is this? I, I've never seen this game." So it's a game that was produced here in Brazil with the Marvel license and all that. So I go, oh, and, and Thiago told him about the game, and he was he got very interested, and Thiago said, "Okay, I'll send you a copy." And and then Thiago, uh I, I didn't know. I didn't know Thiago before that. Thiago s- sent me a message on Facebook. Hi, Robert. My name is Thiago. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Do you have the the English rule book for comic hunters? Uh, and I said, oh, they they were translating the, the 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 rule book by that time. And I said, oh, uh-huh. we are about to have it. Uh, do you want to send the, the, the game for someone outside? Yeah, no, I already sent the game <laughs> to. <laughs> now I need to know how
1: to play it. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: I, I sent the the, 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 the board the, the, the game to them, uh, and I, and I was about to do that. I was ab- when the 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 rule book, uh when they finished the the English version of the rulebook, I was mm-hmm. I was going to I was about to, to print the the English version. And send the game to to Dice Tower to because I know Tom likes a lot Marvel games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I would I would do that, but Thiago did that before. So it said, okay, <laughs> so they're they're translating the rules as soon as they, as I get them, I'll send you. And uh, uh, on a week later, I don't know, I'm not sure, but the, the the rules were 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 ready. I sent to Mike. With I talked to Mike uh he was uh he was great he, he loved the game and and he he talked about the game on one podcast and uh tom also liked the, the game uh well the game went to the dice tower library which mm-hmm. they which they take to 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 the dice tower crews to the dice tower events they they organize and mm-hmm. a lot of people played the game on these on these uh, die story retreats, die story cruise, and because people were playing and telling other people, there's a great game about collecting <laughs> comic books. You should play it, and uh, that's what, what what we call here in Brazil like boca boca. <laughs> it's mouth to mouth. Yep, yep, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. And. And a lot of people, but where can I buy this game? Oh, you cannot buy this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, so uh, they were they were uh, there were negotiations about uh, releasing the game, uh, international release about the game, but mm-hmm. uh, during th- this time. When does this, this dice tower frenzy started? <laughs> uh, what, uh, was about this? Uh, it was the same time when the the publisher here in Brazil they they did a the, they started a partnership with another publisher to distribute their games. So no. now Mipo BR Mipo BR distributes uh, Bucaneiros jogos, and they are also uh, handling the 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 negotiations of the international. Okay versions of the game and right now they are uh they're trying to figure out how to to (laughs) deal that with marvel and disney because uh yeah because there are two ways they they can get the world uh license for the game Mm -hmm. which is a different contract yeah right or the publisher uh in the in the country like in america should have the marvel license if if the brazilian publisher has the the international the worldwide license it's much easier yeah. but it's right. a, it's another it's a very different game right. to play so <laughs> they, they're 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 negotiating and they're talking and discussing and trying to find the best way to 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 solve that, to uh, probably it will be uh, they will find some way because they yeah, they yeah. Went which is it. good
1: because it, it the game looks really really cool <laughs> I'm yeah. super stoked about it
0: yeah uh, uh, I I guess I I guess it's it will be. Uh, a good-selling game, mainly in, in America, for sure. Uh, 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 so that—that's uh, why I think we do it, like it, our Marvel here, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's why I think they will handle this some way. They will find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and, and uh, I'm not. That may take a while, but it will probably happen soon. Uh, and I'm very happy about that because, well, which designer is not happy to see your game being? distributor yeah. uh, in other mm-hmm. countries, and I'm very happy also because I can I can work out the the expansions I've I, I've planned to the game. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's the 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 place we are with the game now. Uh, I that's I, really cool, I, I hope in the next months we have good news for everybody. And and there are some countries, I guess. Uh, we are talking about that also if we can uh, in some countries release with a different theme uh, because uh, we have to understand that in some countries probably Marvel don't sell so much so uh, they are also talking about that the possibility of that
1: that's a good point
0: yeah that is a good point well, wow, that's a lot of
1: really cool stuff uh, going on in Brazil, and uh, and and that also, as an aside, that game just sounds really fun. <laughs> I can't wait to check it out. I hope that works out. And I mean, what a cool chain of events to get that game uh, to where it is now. I mean, that's uh,
0: yeah, yeah, and it was it it was uh, it was a great and a wonder, a enormous giga, gigantic pleasure to work on this game <laughs> because as a Marvel fan uh and we're dealing with comic covers and all the 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 history of Marvel universe mm-hmm. so many of these comics I I read them I, I bought them 20 30 years ago and yeah. uh it's 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 very it's very exciting to revisit this and, and to well, I, I in the game the covers they have the the, the their value. So the first appearance of uh, uh, Gwen Stacy. It's an important comic book. Mm-hmm. So it gets yep. it gets a, a value because of that. So the the uh, a great clash between uh, uh, Spider Man and Green Goblin. It's it's mm-hmm. an important comic. So it has a different value because of that. Uh, right. The first time you you have the the. The, the the black custom the the for Spider Man it's it's right. yep it's a yep. very important comic also so a, a, every comic in the game the they have the them- thematic uh accurate uh, importance mm-hmm. for the mechanic and that's cool. was, that was very cool to to it's uh, to study because I had to revisit a lot of a, a lot of comic books many of them uh, most of them I have I I read but some of them. I thought I have read Big, but I didn't. That's, uh, that's mm-hmm. very funny, because they do a lot of recaps, so you know what right, happened. Right. You know what happened. But right, right, right. But oh, I, I that one? But I never <laughs> read it, that one. Yeah, yeah. And, that's funny. And it it was a great pleasure to 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 work on that, and to to it's it's a, a, a really uh, it's really a love letter for all comic mm-hmm. book collectors, awesome. and and and. Very cool, and and it's a, a a great pleasure also to to get feedback from people who don't know anything about comics, who are, right, right, who, who are not Marvel fans who even the, the movies they don't know nothing. So when these people play and they give me this feedback, I I loved the game. The game is great. It it's it's the theme. Uh, it's very present, and it's it's a great it's great to hear that.
1: Well, and I think that you know, I mean, everybody understands collecting something. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whether right. you've collected something, just a little bit or a lot, right? I mean, collecting things are, is something that people understand, and so I think that if you've got a game that makes you feel like you're collecting things in a cool way, like that's, yeah, I think that's gonna resonate mm-hmm. with people for sure.
2: Yeah, and there's uh, like a it great has. a great overlap with uh, comic book collectors and board gamers, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, um, I would love uh, before we're done here to hear about um, your newest game, Bravo. That you've got uh, that just came out, yeah. uh, and was that is was Bravo released just in Brazil, or was it also released in other places?
0: No, it was just released in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it it's a uh, it was released by Est- Brinquedos Estrela, like that would <laughs> that would be Star Toys. Estrela is a is a is a mass markets company. Uh, they published Monopoly and. Uh, clue and all that for mm-hmm. a long time, and uh, and l- during the pandemic, they started on a line of they called premium games, which would be on in their understand, uh, games for the hobby market. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. games that are, m- are more elaborated with uh, with um more, more uh. Um, the, well more weight, uh, heavier Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, for yeah, the hobby market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, in their scope, in their their line of uh, their capacities of productions, yeah, they they mm-hmm. they have, yeah. they, they, are re, they are really a factory. They produce the games, uh, but not with the same quality uh, of the hobby games we know. So they are trying to reach a different uh, audience uh, mm-hmm. which been uh, is uh, has uh, i guess for them that's been a, a great experience they are discovering the 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 the, the audience and the market uh, uh-huh. so the the first the first games of this line they were released last year mm-hmm. uh, they released three games and uh just after they they released and the feedbacks they got they started looking for games for the for for twenty thousand twenty-two, and uh, I was happy to be one of the the authors they they choose to publish. Uh, with Bravo, Bravo is a, a is a, a circus te- themed game, tile placing game, t- tile placing game. Mm-hmm. Where you're building your your your, your hiring uh, artists for your for your circus, and you're also uh, bringing. Uh, 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 building your audience and the the audience tiles they 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 show you how you score your artists so you're building mm, mm-hmm. you're scoring during the game and you also have uh, different uh, objects to score besides that uh, uh, that that's kind of, of uh, that that's that's the game um, mm-hmm. and. It's 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 it was just released. I, I had the opportunity the to to work very close to the to, to the to the studio that create the art of the game. Mm-hmm. They were they were the art looks great. Yeah, they, they were how do you say the, uh, they were prioritizing authors who had the the art or or authors who could handle the art. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, because that that were, that were that that would be much easier for to them. So mm-hmm. that's what they were prioritizing. This, but in my case, they chose they choose to. Oh, you don't have the art, but we really liked the game, so let we can hire a studio to do that. And I had the opportunity to because since the mm-hmm. game had a lot of demands on the art how mm-hmm. the tiles should be how the economic right. should work I I, yep. I I could I could talk a lot to them and I, I prepared mm-hmm. some uh, uh visual guide to, to for them to I I the game the uh, the on the on the artists the artist tiles I I guess we have kind of 70 72 tiles and most of them like uh 50 60 tiles they are different artists mm-hmm. each tile has a different type of artist uh, so yep. uh, di- ty- different type of illusionist illusionist or uh, acrobat acrobats or, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, and I I, I had to, to prepare visual reference for the for them to create the the, the, the art. Right,
1: right. No, it, looking at the interplay here between the you know because it's shaped like a big top, right? Yeah, because it's a big top tent. And looking at the interplay with the different rings of of the artists doing the things, and then you've got your audience on the outside to help determine that it, it all flows so well together.
0: Yeah, it, it it was great to 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 work on that, and now uh, I, I I had the. the I had the idea for this game when I walk through a, uh, an exposition. Um, exposition is that how you say it in English? <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> when you go to a museum, there's an exposition. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like an exhibit. Yeah, An exhibit. exhibit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> we we have a, a place here in São Paulo, which is a a, a a place for the the that they preserve the circus memory. that place in that place Mm, okay yeah yeah cultural place so they they have um and they had uh banners someone did this study and classified all the 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 artists in circles Mm -hmm. in brazil and uh the active all the activities and and category categories and and all that and i i went through the I looked at these banners, and so there's a game here. <laughs> <It> <laughs> has five categories, each category has five, <laughs> and and I took pictures of the of the banners, and I went home thinking about the game, <laughs> uh, slices of pizza creating the the the, the circles, the rings, mm-hmm. and and the game was almost done uh, for itself, um, and it's I, I'm very happy to to. That I could uh, put all these artists and all these different uh, activities, uh, because uh, circus was the circus was very important in our uh, Brazilian cultural history. Mm-hmm. Many many cities, uh, like fifty years ago, sixty years ago, uh, the first half of last century, many cities didn't have a theater, didn't have a movie theater. And uh, they had entertainment when the circus arrived. And right,
1: right. And yeah, that makes sense. We
0: had we had many theater circuses. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who who they, they uh, these they were different circuses. They didn't have like uh, lions and all that. <laughs> and, but they 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 would go to see to the city and spend like one month in the city. And each day mm-hmm. presenting a different play. Uh oh, cool.
1: Very cool. Yeah. That that yeah, was- and the circus in America gets a bad rap because they're they do have all those animals and they're not always the best at working with them. So it's probably good that yours didn't have those animals. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: But we also had that those circles with, with, with the animals and, and all that stuff. But nowadays it's uh it's not allowed there's a lot ah, of that. Ah. it's forbidden you cannot have animals in circles which is great that uh, is great uh, yeah yeah uh i think every country should have that that law. i'm yes. in, in america you you they are still allowed
1: i believe i mean yes we we still certainly have animals for entertainment um I'm not. I haven't been to the circus since I was a kid, but I'm pretty confident that there yeah. are still normal circuses going around that have yeah, elephants and things like
0: that. Yeah, and nowadays in America and in, in Canada, you have the the those um, this modern circus vibe, like uh, right. Uh, how, how is yeah? That-
1: I'm I'm sure the animals are much much better taken care of. I mean, just like they are at zoos and things like that too. But um, yeah, obviously that doesn't
0: necessarily guarantee. Yeah, but I, anything, so, for yeah. for anything that is is entertainment, I, I'm not I'm not cool with that. I I, I don't right. think that's right. right. Yeah, because in the yeah. zoo, you they, they, are, they are there. they're they're living there. It's a difference. <laughs> uh,
1: right, right. And some of those, you know, I mean, there are, there are a lot of zoos. I mean, several zoos in America and in wildlife places that you can go look at the animals, but there are also animals that are there because. They were injured in the wild, and they were yeah, brought in yeah, to yeah, be yeah. rehabilitated, and, yeah, and, and they, or they can't go live in the wild and survive. So, and that yeah. I think is awesome because, yeah, you know, I mean, let's get educated about it, and and also help the animal be and, safe.
0: And, and more, and I'm not sure about now, but we I we I used to heard stories about animals that were taken from the zoo, the from the circus because they were not well treated there. And they went mm-hmm. to a zoo and had a better life and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you played so, Arkanova? I have not. Well, have not. since we are talking about, <laughs> since we are not talking <laughs> about games anymore, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arkanova is a great game. I, I loved it, and I'm not a big fan of heavy games. I, I prefer the the the, the 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 most the, the, the light side of the force. But- i tend to <laughs> i tend to go with that
1: too yeah i uh
0: but arcanova was fantastic i loved it
1: excellent well this is uh this has been a super fun conversation um yeah i i'm so excited to hear what y'all have been up to and i've learned a lot about all of this i'm excited about these games uh i'm excited to check them out when when possible um bravo is is uh also looks really cool i love the i love the tile layout the um it actually reminds me of like, for for um, for the American listeners who who maybe haven't seen it, um, it, it reminds me a lot of uh, the company Dice Hate Me. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. They're an American company, but they are like, I love their, um, they do this, a lot of their games have this really intricate graphic design that instead of just like plain art, right, they have the graphic design like integrated within the art. And that's what I see when I look at like the way those beautiful tiles are laid around yeah. And Bravo, right? It, it just it just gels together really well, right? It, right. It, it, you you can read it out very easily, um, and I think that's cool when when the art and graphic design can be married together so well. Um, it, it makes games infinitely more playable and understandable. I think that way, and and I think it makes games you know beautiful to see them. You know, it, there's nothing worse than seeing like beautiful art or beautiful graphic design uh, with with the other thing that doesn't match with them, right? you know yeah. like yeah beautiful art with clunky design or beautiful design with clunky art but that's not fun um yeah so yeah i i um i look forward to hopefully trying these games out at some point so but thank you so much uh the two of you especially robert um for taking time out and um being able to come on the show and hang out and, and talk about everything i'd love to have you back again sometime maybe next time without fernando um you know uh, <laughs> oh i'm kidding i love when fernando's on i have a
0: great time maybe maybe next time to talk about an international release of my game yes yes <laughs> if you if you can figure out how to get
1: comic hunters if that works yeah. out to be an international release you got to come back on and talk about yeah that. so <laughs> if if
0: anyone uh, hearing is, is interested <laughs> uh it, it, it will come i think uh soon coming soon coming soon yeah but uh yeah I, but, and if you know i i gotta say bravo yeah no go ahead go ahead bravo bravo uh i i signed bravo only for brazilian uh, rights for Estrela. so they they, they don't they, they just have the 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 rights to publish in brazil so international release we Oh, I see. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, available. I, I'm, it's available. I'm planning, I'm planning. I'm yeah, it's on the table, and I, I'm planning <laughs> taking some copies to Essen to check if uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, to check if it's, uh, it would be wonderful, and, yeah, and that,
1: that's it. That is that is something that I, more game designers need to think about too when they're signing a contract: is what rights are they giving up for their game, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in your case, that's super smart to. Just do that portion, knowing that you could show this off to other publishers. Yeah, because you know, they, they, they the don't
0: have any interested any interesting in in licensing games for mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for other countries, other publishers. Right. They just right. They, they're just worried about Brazilian market. So I, I asked them, yep. could we stay just in Brazil? They said no problem. Okay, great. Thanks very yep. much.
1: And I, I've had. Um, I've had, uh, publishers where like the, my game on real estate, which Fernando knows is, is in, is in Brazil. They have a Portuguese version. They have a Russian version. Yeah. Um, and, uh, with that game, there's a German version, I think too. Um, it was, I signed a contract for international with the understanding that like, basically the contract, and I've seen a lot of this too, stipulates that if we sell the game to, another country to another market where they're gonna do another language of it um, then this is what you get for that and this is what the publisher gets like this yeah. is how the percentages yeah, breakdown yeah. down and that's cool too I mean grand gamers Guild has been a company that's um, aggressive at looking for and I mean aggressive in a positive way like yeah. they're they're out there looking for um, other countries that they can you know and other languages that they can translate yeah. to and, and have releases there. Which as a designer, it's awesome to have a publisher like that working for you who's uh-huh. you know who wants to get your game out there in other languages because that is like the easiest money you'll ever earn as a game designer. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to do anything. You've already done all the work. They just have to translate it, which you can't do unless you happen to speak both languages. Uh and then um yeah, and then yeah. So that more- and it gets get your game out there, uh, which I think is so cool to see your game in other languages that's something that i thought was just awesome when i got copies of the different languages that the game was in that was yeah. really exciting to me
0: yeah most contracts in brazil uh, nowadays are, are just like that you you have the mm-hmm. the this right. that that talk about uh, being a licensing. Uh, yeah right
1: and and the 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 risk of that is of course if you have a publisher that says we think we're going to sublicense this and then eh, the game doesn't perform as well so they say nah, we're not going to worry about it well now is the designer your hands are tied until yeah. that um until yeah. that contract expires so um yeah so i think that's uh that was smart of you to to make that call especially a, that game looks like a game that would do well in america you know it just, it just i does. hope so so yeah
0: yeah <laughs> also i want to mention i i, I didn't mention before we're finishing i know but uh and that's I, all right now uh, i uh, i've been working to grok games uh, as mm-hmm. a as a developer and uh, like kind of product manager i i, I mm-hmm. developed the brazilian authors line of games. So mm-hmm. it, the games we, we, we want to export, it, we want to publish them in Brazil and we mm-hmm. want to, to license uh, to, to other countries right, and right. other languages.
2: Like so, the next cartographer, right? Yeah,
0: we are, <laughs> we are looking for the next cartographer. <laughs> yeah. And we have a, a bunch of great games coming out. Uh, we are taking a lot of them uh, to Essen. Last year, we already uh, took some of them uh it was a first attempt and to 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 show the games we didn't have much of them already uh they were not ready we just have cell sheets uh, we have uh physical copies for two or three games but mm-hmm. we are about to have uh, many uh, many games now this year let's see how it how it goes on uh we have great cool. great uh many great brazilian authors in brazil um Mm -hmm. Uh, not just on grok games i'm saying for for, right no yeah i mean
1: yes i I assume that's what you meant like all across brazil yes
0: yeah and 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 i i know many of these games are going to to hit international internationally Mm -hmm. soon because they they're great games (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's awesome Excellent, excellent.
1: Well good luck with the L at Essen, because uh that'll be a, hopefully that's a fruitful trip for you. Oh. So
0: yeah, yeah, big trip. You... Not
1: somewhere I've been yet, but I hope to go eventually. Yeah, never so. never
0: been to Essen.
1: I have not, no. No, but but, so you, but,
0: I, I, you know, I... but you've been to Gen Con.
1: Oh yeah, I mean Gen Con is is, is five hours drive south of me. So No, that's super much easier. easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i that's that's pretty awesome i can i can drive to most conventions in the u.s if i chose to with 10 hours or less so that's um for the ones that i go to the ones out out west no i'd have to fly to those and yeah i I haven't had a reason to yet and then i kind of felt like i wanted to and then the pandemic hit and that slowed that down (laughs) same with Essen. Essen was on my list of places to go hopefully in like you know 2020 2021 2022 somewhere in there and um, now it'll it'll be a bit longer, so we'll. Yeah, uh,
0: I I, yeah. I really would like to visit Gen Con one day. I've been to Essen just two times, both of them mm-hmm. working, <laughs> but right, right, but right. it's a it's a fantastic experience. Um, it's uh, it's breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: no, I can't I can't wait to check it out someday. So awesome. Well, um, yeah. Well, hey, listeners, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I hope you super enjoyed um, hearing more about all the things going on in Brazil and the games that we talked about. I'm excited about it. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, of course, you can go to buildinggamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to our Discord channel, where we hang out all the time, chat about games, and help each other with projects that we're working on. Check that out. Uh, Also, uh, you can always um, email us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter at podcastbtg. I am at J A Slingerland. Uh, as I mentioned before, Fernando uh, is at of <laughs> Sunya uh, which is O F E D A S U N H A, and um, and Robert is uh, at Robert underscore Coelio, uh, which is C O E L H O. Yeah. So uh, thanks again for hanging out with us, and uh, until next time, good night.
2: Good night. See you. Building the game, building the game, which isn't in France, which isn't in
0: France. Building the game, building the game, which isn't in France, which isn't in France. The end of the episode
2: that's when it technically
0: ends.